You want who wants to go over MLB? Uh, you got it up. I don't have it up. Yeah, I'll go over it. Good looks. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Mark, mark this silence for us. Yeah, yeah, Welcome to Off the Rip with your hosts that front like they know the most. We talking smack about whoever, whatever is currently on our minds. We ain't no experts, so don't get hurt if we say something that rubs you the wrong way. This is a place where ideas get thrown out and tossed around. If you can't take the heat, get up out the kitchen. We about to serve them up. It's Reem D, Mook, and Shiz. It's Off the Rip. Nothing in common. Uh, nothing to say, nothing to comment. I can't stay, come for the comments. Uh yeah, insert um intro. <laughs> what <Thank> up, you. <laughs> fellas? <laughs> Yo, what's up? What's up? What's up? You know, I'm here, the host that knows the most. They call me D, the Don Dada. You know what I'm saying? What's up? We got Shiz. What's up, Shiz? How you doing? Yo, yo, yo. Luke, what's popping? What's good with you? Reem, what up, man? What up, what up, what up? What up, man? <laughs> My Tan Howard impression. <laughs> How's everybody doing, man? How's your weeks, man? Good, man. Doing good. Been a good week. Yeah, if I could sum mine up with one word, I'd be non-compliant or insubordination. But <laughs> that's a different, <laughs> that's a different conversation. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Let's get into it. What we got on the docket first, fellas? What's up? What's up? So we've been watching this Invincible, huh? That's right. So, so last, far? Yeah, last week we were trying to figure out whether we were going to watch Falcon the Winter Soldier, Invincible, and I told you I'm down for both, but it seems like um, we've switched from Falcon and Winter Soldier to Invincible now. Mm. Um, Invincible, like we, uh, again, last week said, is by Robert Kirkman, who's the creator of The Walking Dead. It has a, a renowned voice cast. Um, this It's starring Stephen Yoon, who was Glenn in The Walking Dead. Um, J.K. Simmons is uh, his dad, who's Omni-Man, and then his mom is Sandra Oh. And then there's other people scattered around who you, you can recognize. They have very distinct voices as well. Uh, this is a mature cartoon. So it's not uh, your Saturday morning Justice League or Batman Beyond or Static Shock. It's uh, a lot more dark and violent. And uh, I think that makes for a good show. Uh, what did you guys think after watching the first episode? It's spoiler alert for episode one. Spoiler alert for episode one, Invincible. <clears throat> which is on Amazon Prime, by the way. Yeah, move. Activate your shit, please. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll get to it. The pilot episode, the ending is what got me. Mm-hmm. With uh, Omni Man just brutally slaughtering everybody. I didn't think it was going to get that graphic because I was under the impression like, okay, this is just like a superhero cartoon. But the way he uh, took What's his? What was his? his it's not. Flash. He's like the Flash standing, the Red Rush. The Red yeah, Rush. Yeah. When he took his face and then he like just broke it. I was like, oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> and then it was just, it was just nonstop like blood and all types of stuff. So I was caught. I was, I was, I was bought in after that. I was. I was, one I was from the one for me is when uh he kills Darkwing and just by throwing him on the ground and his whole body just breaks. But when he, <laughs> when, <laughs> bro. Yeah. The whole, what about the Wonder Woman or whatever she yeah. was and her, her neck <laughs> just completely went the other way? I was like, yeah, oh, when shit. he takes the, the war hammer or whatever and just mm-hmm. smashes uh the, the fish, is it? 
Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like, <laughs> so I said this was wild. a completely different rips the Martian off of his chest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, story. Which which lead me to suspect that either he's under some sort of spell because of the role he just played at the beginning of the episode, you know, being that father figure, his son kind of going through this rites of passage of gaining his super his superpower and teaching him how to use it effectively um and then the ending where all shit all hell breaks loose yeah i can't i i feel like it's either he's under some sort of brain control it's a shapeshifter or he's really wherever he says he's from and wherever he came to earth is completely different than what he's been telling everybody mm. Because he's, he's a Viltrumite or whatever, and he says yeah. that we're ambassadors or we're like we go to worlds and we save them or whatever. Mm. I think I think that is not the truth, and he's here for a much more nefarious reason. I think. Do you think there's a parallel between that opening scene where there were two clones or whatever that were taking over the White House, and they were trying to figure out who was the the real. Uh, there was just like those two clones. I think that there's going to be, yeah, I think there's going to be like a parallel between that and Omni Man, but I don't know. I I gotta I gotta watch I gotta watch the second episode. That is a good point. They do they have introduced that they can clone in this universe. It's a good point. Good catch. I also like about this show that um it is paced quickly. Mm-hmm. So like usually with these shows, when the person doesn't have a superpower. I feel like it takes forever for them to get their superpowers. But in this one, it was like in the first 10 minutes, he launches the garbage into the air. So I'm like, oh, okay, we're moving quickly. <laughs> I thought he was dreaming. <laughs> he just right. throws tosses that. He tossed that shit. And I'm like, okay. That was y'all just had a conversation about him not having his powers, but in the next scene, he, he's he's launching shit. Right. I come I'm kind of upset that they killed off all those dudes, the guardians of the globe, so quick though. Yeah, so I, I do want to like, see what they what they were what their work was, you know. Right, like some of them were kind of dope. Like, uh, I like Darkwing. It's like a black Batman. Yeah, <laughs> he just got smushed like that. But like, <laughs> yeah, I'm curious rocked. to see if they come back. You know, if there's some kind of like, I don't know if they go back in time or save them. Like, what's gonna happen to them? Or if they just had like ten minutes in the episode and they were just done, just crushed. Mm-hmm. It was like Chris Brown and uh, and uh, stop the art. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's a great. That's a great, great analogy. analogy. Right yeah. He walked out here. Was like, all right, you're gone. Because <laughs> they kept, they were setting them up. We were like introduced to their to their peoples. Like, right. yeah. we started to get some storyline, and then it just ends like with them getting a, just eviscerated. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, no gone. Chance, I'm like, bro. oh shit, they about to team up and stuff. Like the little dude just got his his, his superpowers. Right. <laughs> and then he said, "Did you call it in?" He said, "No." And then. Dude came down and just went loose. I was like, damn. Yeah, that shit really was wild. Like <laughs> that is crazy. But the action of it too, just the, the animation of it, like the way that like you said when it came down at that moment, you see Red Rush slow down time real quick and then mm-hmm. save the girl at first. You're like, oh, at least he saved her. And that's like, nope, this shit was yeah. Crazy. And then you wow. see him like be able to kind of like stop and like stop Red Rush. He's about to get him. Yep. And then as he's squeezing his fucking head, Ray Rush is punching him and you see his hand start to like break and his, he's just punching his chest. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and that's just how strong he is. And you see everybody else trying to come at him 
and they're just in shock right now. This dude's head just exploded. And it's yeah, yeah that shit was wild. That I like the dialogue too throughout the um the episode. This man was like, is him or us? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it's all it's him. him. <laughs> it's, got it. Yeah. It ain't y'all. <laughs> Lost. It's over. It's over. You might as well have ran away at this point. Like, yeah. I don't know why you're trying to stand and fight. It's slow. That was um, who said that? Um what is that dude? He looks like uh the dude that said that he looked like a Wolverine type of uh character. He, yeah, but it seemed like his powers also was like flight and super strength, just yeah. not to the same degree that mm-hmm. that uh Omni Man is. Right. But uh, so like I said, Omni Man is clearly the Superman standing. Yeah. And so that that's what's interesting. We're getting a lot of uh <clears throat> we're getting a lot of content with what if there was a Superman character, but who was bad. Mm. So, like, we have that with the boys, Homelander. Um, we have that. Even in the Zack Snyder Justice League movie, they toy with the fact if Superman goes bad. Um, and then we have this with Omni-Man. So, it's just interesting. Just trying to flip it on his head. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm, I'm four episodes in. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Um, I don't know how many episodes there are, but I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah, I like the story so far. I think it's good. They're building it up. and There's enough kind of... Uh you know, different kind of uh, scenes or ideas going on that like it definitely is keeping me interested so far. Yeah, and, and this is kind of getting ahead, but I like what they're doing with Sandra O's character and not just making her the mom. Like, she has a lot more depth than that. Yeah. yeah. I think they're writing her really well because usually when women get written in these comic book shows, it's like either they're a damsel in distress or they're just there to die. Mm-hmm. So, the, so the character can have an arc. Yeah, you're definitely seeing more of like the family side and, and even like the personal side of, you know, um, having a, a superhero as a as a husband and then having a child that also has superheroes from her perspective. Mm-hmm. So that's a good point, D. Yeah. Would you guys rate this episode? The first episode out of seven? Yeah. I would give it seven out of seven. Yeah, I mean, yeah. seven out of seven, just because like <laughs> it, it caught me. You know, the beginning was good, but then the ending was just like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, so it definitely got me. To be honest with you, I thought 30 minutes in, it ended because it brought mm-hmm. up like that scene where it was just like invincible. And I was like, this can't, this can't be over, right? Oh, yeah. No, that's when he got his name. That's when he got his name. Yeah. And I was just like, this can't be over that quick. Nah, that that's was, how, that if, quick if you watch the other episodes, that's how it, it, they do a cool way. They introduce the title. Yeah. In the, in the next couple episodes. Yeah. So for me personally, I'm a yeah seven out of seven. Ian Reem, do you notice how each title card gets bloodier? Yeah, I have noticed that. Yeah. 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 Well, fuck. It's, I didn't notice that yet. But... <laughs> it's leading up to something. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm definitely excited to one, like you said, D, to see how many episodes that it, there is. But it's definitely leading up to something big, um, especially I don't want to spoil it for you guys, but in where I'm at, you know, they're they're trying to figure stuff out with what happens. And it could it could I think it's I think it's throwing a wrench in there because this kind of could explain what happened to Omni Man, but it also couldn't because his son wasn't affected. Mm. You know what I mean? Because yeah, they're, yeah. they're like, how come yeah. you're not affected by this? Right, right. Well, I'm part Vistramite. So then it's like, if he's not affected, his dad can't be affected. So this can't really be the mind control thing. Right, exactly. So it's got to be something a little different. Which Unless, which makes it scarier. Because then it's like, oh, yeah. no, he's doing this on his own volition. Right. 
Yeah. Which wouldn't be crazy to think because he's kind of been like standoffish. Like he never wanted to join the Guardians of the Globe. Like mm-hmm. he's he's different from that. But uh, yeah, it's definitely leaving you wondering like, yo, why the fuck did he just go in and work <laughs> all these dudes like that? I wonder like, if we find out that there's maybe the Guardian, whatever they are, aren't as good as we think they are. Well, there's I'm suspicious of the robot, dude. Mm. Played yeah, by Zachary be. Quinto. Yeah, yeah uh, who was Spock in Star Trek? Um, and uh, I'm suspicious of Cecil, the guy who keeps teleporting everywhere. Yeah, that's the the Nick Fury stand. Yep, the Nick Fury standing. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he he should be very cautious with him. But yeah, nah. So we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Y'all need to catch up. Get it going. I can't stay for the comments. Okay, okay, okay. Now, so. <laughs> Um, nah, Light-skinned niggas can't do that, bro. I can't? Well, Damn. Dark-skinned right, so niggas can't do it either. So I'll, I'll just jump right into it then. Fuck so up, we bro. got some news about the MLB. You know, we found out uh, last week that they're moving the All-Star game out of Atlanta. And this is in response to the civil rights uh, groups being concerned about the uh, voter restriction laws that have recently been passed in the state. You know, this was seen as a pretty big move. It's kind of late to have a, a All-Star game moved, you know this last minute. So the MLB is currently working on getting a new uh, venue. Um, next year, it's supposed to be in LA and the Dodgers have no plans to kind of move forward. So that will still be in LA next year. So they're still trying to figure out a team for this year. But um, big news, the MLB is making some moves. You know, They're trying to stand up for, for this voter suppression law that was recently passed, passed, damn. And you know, just some of the heavy concerns that people are seeing as they're going over the law. Um, what was your guys' reactions to the MLB making this move? I say good for them. Uh, I'm glad that you know the MLB is taking a stand. I guess we can say. <laughs> um, I'm not too. Um, to be honest with you, um, I don't think the MLB All Star Games. I know it's not big to me, so like I really didn't even know that it was in Atlanta until this came out. But um, it's good to see that you know the MLB is trying to be proactive and not reactive in uh, this situation. Definitely because the MLB is one of the, you know, you always hear it's America's tradition, America's pastime. So they, they're really big on history and they don't make a lot of rule changes. Uh, so for them to up and move and take a very public stance um, against what's going on in Georgia, I don't want to say it's commendable, but I, I do want to highlight that they did the right thing, regardless of the motives behind it. To me, the motives are PR, and cancel culture is so huge now that they're really afraid of that. So to me, that's what it looks like the motive is. But I still have to recognize in this case, there was a good impact. There's a good outcome from that. Yeah, to Dee's point, it's like if there wasn't any move or any cancel of, of taking this game out of Atlanta, then that could have been perceived a certain way too. Mm. You know, so yeah, yeah, shout out to the MLB for, for taking a stand. And the MLB has a very real like problem with like American black players. I think with like have like retaining the audience and just having them in the league. Mm. Um, and I think that's a demographic that the MLB definitely wants because you see how when someone comes into the black community, we make it hip, we make it popular, uh, more profitable. We spend our dollars in it. So again, that's why I think the what's behind the motivation. But 
again. You're talking it, about the right. audience, right? Like, yeah, yeah, I'm talking about the audience. Yeah, yeah. the audience. Yeah. To yeah. be completely honest, like if you think about like baseball as a whole, the last time that you know uh, there was a predominantly American, you know, black player that you know people enjoyed, you'd have to go back to like Ken Griffey. We're talking about mm-hmm. like '90s, early 2000s. Since then, we really don't have a person that people kind of like rally around as in you know just pop culture in general or like you know bo jackson you know guys like that barry bonds like there's no baseball player american uh african-american baseball player that you'd say that you know even you think about you know one of the top three baseball players right now is boogie betts who's american who's a black american and you know we really don't you don't see a lot of people outside of you know past red sox fans and now dodgers fans that really even care that much Mm -hmm. exactly I mean, I think yeah, MLB fans obviously know, but like that's the thing with the MLB to kind of sidetrack for a second is they don't. I don't think they do a good job of marketing their players. So like, if they had like a star black uh, player, I don't know if they'd be able to market him. You know, like um, I think they just kind of struggle with with that, and that's because I think baseball is kind of like a unique. It's America's pastime, but like you know, it's not the most exciting sport. You you kind of have to really understand like the the scheming behind, you know, pitching to players and fielding to really get into it. And so I even, think that makes yeah. it tough. Even that, like, I, until I started working for the Red Sox, I didn't uh, appreciate baseball. But now I see, like, people really, when I watch people watch baseball, mm. it, it, like, starts clicking to me why they like the game. Like, right. seeing a pitcher go up against a good batter and the pitcher strikes them out, that's like seeing Allen Iverson cross somebody out. They sneak it <laughs> for some of these people. Yeah, yeah. It's but it's yeah. just like to to the to the naked eye to the unassuming consumer, you would it just looks like a dude's throwing a ball. Yeah. So like you don't see the nuance to it, you don't see the game between the pitch, like the game within the game between the pitcher and the batter, and so on and so forth. Yeah. Like yeah, like it, it needs to get broken down. It's just so it's such a complex game, even though it seems so simple. Mm. It's a yeah. lot of patience. A lot it's of like, patience. I think I remember seeing something. It's one of the hardest things in sports to do is hit is hit a baseball pitch. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah, the, you don't see the ball. Yeah, the amount of coordination and timing that you need to do to hit, you know, a 99 mile per hour fastball or something in the 90s is pretty absurd. Yeah. Um, but yeah, going back to, to just like the overall changes, you know, the Atlanta Braves came out and said that they were really disappointed in the uh in the decision. <laughs> And I was reading through it and I, I get where they're coming from. And again, D, this might be kind of their PR stuff, but they were saying they're disappointed because they were hoping that it would be in Atlanta so that they could use this as a platform to bring more attention to this recent law and to, to have more conversations with the All-Star game, being in a state where this law was just passed and being able to have these conversations. Um, and, I, and I think... I hope that that's actually what they would have done had this happened, but I also get why the MLB kind of wanted to take this step quickly and just say, we're not having it here because of that. But I, I kind of like hearing that I kind of feel for the team because that would be a really good opportunity, you know, to kind of start some conversation dialogues with players or with organizations connected to the organization, just about, Hey, this law was just passed in our state. You know, like we want to educate some people on this. We want to have some, you know, some events to discuss this. Um, so I, I kind of feel for the team in sense. And obviously they lose a lot of money because it's not in, in their state anymore or in their, their venue. But didn't we see this with the NBA and yeah, Charlotte, um, Charlotte, and then they ended up going back to Charlotte, right? Yeah. But Cause Charlotte had like something, it was something about the bathrooms or tra- something. Trans- yeah, bathrooms, like the transgender bathroom bills, yeah. And did, did the NBA use that as a platform? I'm not saying the MLB did, but I was just wondering if the NBA, I don't remember anything. In I terms just remember, of like, 
conversations like about it? Or? To, yeah, to advocate for trans people. I don't remember anything about it. I don't it, remember. I, don't remember I just remember J. Cole. That's it. That's what I remember at <laughs> halftime, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's one thing for a team to say it, that, you know, they want to use it as a platform or a league to use it as a platform. It's another thing for them to actually take action and do it. But Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you just never really know. I mean, mm-hmm. it all boils down to money. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. But I guess, you know, like D said, like you guys kind of said, I think you still give some props to MLB for making that decision. You know, obviously yeah. there's going to be some people that are upset, but, you know, I feel like it was a good decision given where the country's at right now, mm-hmm. you know, and it's going to create discussion like we're having right now. So. Yeah. I can't stay comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, Mook, that's exactly what I thought when she just said that. You sound like a Boondocks character for real. It's Boondocks, bro. Kissing your chest, nigga. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, man. Jokes, yo. Man, so, so in, uh, in other news and entertainment news, we got Lil Nas X is out here. He just dropped. A very controversial, controversial. Yo, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not gonna let you do little Nas X like that, bro. You say you got little Nas X out here, and you kind of smile when you said it. What you talking about? Yeah, let him know. <laughs> Yo, let I'm not gonna shit. let you do that. Wait, how, many times, how many times do you I say, say out here? Little Nas X. Out Don't here. try to make that joke. <laughs> how many times do I say out here? I say that all the time. You can't put that on. Me. Uh, you saw that ring, right? Oh man, man, man. Is he not out here? <laughs> nah, he out here. He doing his he's thing. Out he out here in these he streets, here. bro. He doing his thing. Oh. Doing his thing. Yeah, he's, he's out, out here. In these he, he's dropping a very controversial music video. People are up what in, you people are up in a roar uh, because apparently this is the this is the most important thing happening in the world right now. I mean, there's not anything else anybody else should be worrying about, but they're worried about what Lil Nas X is doing. Mm. Um, he drops a video where he's uh, shaking that thing on Satan. Um, in hell and to accompany the music video he dropped a special edition uh, nike air max 95s satan 666 editions which claim to have a drop of blood in the shoe and because of this there's a big uproar not just for the music video but then people again saying i'll never buy nikes again and then nike had to come out and now they're suing the company that made the shoe and say, and they put a cease and desist out. And uh, there's just a lot to cover with this. So where do you guys want to start? I'm, I'm just oh. confused. So like in order for him to sell like a customized Nike shoe, you would have to get like signed off by Nike, right? Or like, um, I don't know. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to figure it out. <laughs> You could just buy a, a, however many copies of the shoe, and That's then you're yeah. But do there's there's um once you get to a certain number, it's mass mm. produced, and once you mass produce, then that's where you get into uh, that's when you get into trouble with the business. Gotcha. But so, then he put out a, a a shoe before, or was it not him? So this same some... company put out. I think the company's like MCH or something like that. Yeah, MCHS or something. But the same company earlier this year put out a Jesus shoe which they claimed had holy water in it. And those shoes went fine. And Nike Mm. said nothing about them. And they were able to get that rollout off perfectly. And now the same company puts out the Satan shoe. Now they're getting the cease and desist letters and getting sued. 
yeah, I think it just boils down to the backlash. People are feeling a type of way about the Satan shoes for whatever reason, whether well, it's of Satan. <laughs> or that or I mean, I think there's I mean, if we really want to get into it, I think there's some. So say what you're trying to say, nigga. There's what the some, fuck is some, wrong with you? Oh, you want me to get into it? Cool. I'll get into it. I think Stop beating a, around the damn bush. I think there's a lot of people and it's an off the rip segment right here. Shit's about Why to it break off the it rip? down. This shit is real talk. This is real talk. So I think stop, there's a, yo, a lot of people man, that hide this man behind is really the running from of, it. Say that again? I said, stop running from it. Say what you're trying to say. So I think there's just a lot of people who want to hide behind the fact that, you know, it's the it's the Satan theme. But I think people really have a problem with the fact that this man is living out his best life. He's really embracing oh his sexuality. And he received a lot of backlash from that. And Nike, For what? For being what? For being homosexual. Okay, thank you. Jesus. I was saying that. I said he was living you out said, his you sexuality. You were saying that with as many scrabble the, words as possible, bro. Oh Jesus Christ. What'd you scrabble say? words. What'd he say? <laughs> I said he was saying that with as many scrabble words as possible, bro. Jesus. It's all right. He's a gay dude, dog. He's out here being gay. Gay black man out here living his best life. And people felt some type of way about that. I mean, people so, have felt some type of way about that. Haven't known how to discuss it because of the way we're in and now that he has done this satan thing he's giving people a segue to jump on it that's what it looks like yeah so i um i did some research about um the whole thing so apparently um this is what the lawsuit is about because they're talking about nike's um i guess the person that made these shoes had said that he had 666 pairs so Nike's bringing that person to court and um, one of the designers that um, this black designer, he um, went on his Instagram and he had a live the other day and he was talking about a little bit about what's going on. So I guess Nike is, it's not the fact that Nike is, is um, that put, they put the sh- uh, sneaker out. It's more so the fact that somebody is making money off of their design. So the person bought these pairs of sneakers, however many pairs he bought, and he did his own modifications to them. So it's not like it's a, it's a Nike Air Max, a Nike Black Air Max that he took and he, you know, broke the shoe down to do all these different modifications. So he put like the blue dye inside the, the heel of the sneaker. He put the um, that star on the shoe and things like that. He like made these custom boxes and stuff. So I guess little Nas X actually had nothing to do with the actual shoe. It was like, I guess it was a conversation that this person had with little Nas X and was like, Hey, I need you to promote this. So it wasn't like little Nas X had made this shoe. So I found this out too. That's how I'm doing my research. So So if you buy 666 Nike shoes, Nike's making a profit off of you buying 666 nike shoes not when you're selling each shoe at a thousand whatever he was selling them at. but that's like being on, that's like profit, getting a shoe off of off their profit that's like reselling yeah. a shoe on on go app that's right? what that's, that's what the, the whole same exact that's what, thing that's like, the whole conversation that that that's the yeah. whole conversation that they're having right now people so put that's their what shoe on a go app and sell that for like a thousand dollars i don't so i don't see the yeah you're completely right this is the same thing we were talking about a couple weeks ago with uh, what's his name, Joe, whatever, who had yeah. mom, you know, hook him up with shoes, you know, exactly. Yeah. Knew about that. They had no problem with it. 
So Nike's going, this is the problem right now. Nike's facing so much backlash for all this stuff that it's just piling up. So they have to be like, oh, we're being reactive to this. So they're making it seem like we don't support, you know, this message that the sneaker is producing. But at the end of the day, they really just don't care. It, but it just looks good for their PR that they're going after this person for defamation of character. That's what they pretty much called it for. So they're just trying to save their face because they had the whole thing with, with Marcus Jordan, I guess, was the trophy rooms. He was getting them for all, like, you know, his people and stuff, and then nobody could get the sneakers. Then the CEO of Nike, and then all these other, you know, facets that they were coming all at one time, and then now this sneaker. So they're just trying to pretty much save their face at this point. I thought what was kind of crazy from all that is, you know, hearing about MSCHF. I think it's pronounced mischief, but whatever. Yeah. You know, their blood is from their employees. And uh, I don't know why, but it just stands out to me. Like, is that like a contamination issue or something like that? Like, I know it's in the Air Max thing, but like, bro, that, I, just, I, I, bro. that just seems Highly odd to me. Yeah, it's not because I looked at like some like a review food of the coloring. shoe. It looks <laughs> like it's just a food coloring. I hope so. Because yeah. <laughs> like you can see like it's like really bright red. And it's like if this was real yeah. blood, it'd be a lot darker. Darker. Well, in the, the, the Jesus shoes, they have act like reportedly they have 60 cc or whatever of, of holy water right yeah and that's how that yeah so <laughs> so they're like trying to so they buy the nike shoes and then resell them at you know and give these the sneaker character like that the concept of it's dope it's right. just, yeah i mean especially I agree. because when you buy something it's like i bought it so now i own it it's not like a streaming service yeah where we're we're, we're buying the service and not the product yeah right that's a good so point. It's too. like when I buy it, it's mine. It's mine to do with what I want. I could, exactly. I can do whatever. So I if want I want to resell it, I can resell. If there's a market, there's a market. That's not right. my fault. If I wanted to buy a Nike sneaker and just sit there and cut it up, and just completely cut it up and just wear it outside, all hold up and shit like that, like Nike's not going to stop me from doing that. Right. So, like, why are you stopping somebody from making a profit off of, off of their design? Because at the end of the day, that's their individuality. Now people are gonna start doing that. They were saying this is Nike. If they were marketing like we're a part of Nike, we're Nike commercial. Yeah, I understand that's an issue. Yeah, not marketing it like that. If you're disassociating it with that, it's like all right. So at what point are you gonna stop? Like so, next time I buy a house and I want to, or I buy a bunch of houses, I want to flip those houses and sell those houses. The banks gonna come back to me like, no, 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 no. You're making too much money. Yeah, exactly. Like if I want to sell them to say potentially sell those houses to Satanists or the occult, and they're like, no, 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 you can't sell it to those people because that's that's the occult. Well, and, and so that's why Mook, you said it's the lawsuit. Uh, what is a defamation of character lawsuit? Def- yeah, so they're going on def- defamation. Of, thank you, defamation. Of- <laughs> defamation. So they're going after him for like defamation of character, and they're right. going after him for. I think they're going after him for like trying to sell a sneaker as as their own, I guess. So so that I, would make more but sense. It is then. their own. Wait, wait, no, wait. like as in like it's still a Nike at the end of the day. So right. they produce like when they post it, I don't know, I don't know the extent of their post. Nike's probably not gonna because they're gonna ask for the receipts and stuff like that. And for all we know, this person might have only sold six pairs of sneakers. Then no, at the end of the out. No, I'm saying I'm talking about <laughs> this company. Oh, gotcha. You don't know how no. many. Oh you no! This company many... sold out. They sold out immediately. They yeah, sold but I'm saying, you you know, six hundred and sixty-six. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It could be a thousand, it could be twenty. Like we oh, know. I see. It could be to be honest, it, like yeah. the dude said, it could be five pairs of sneakers for all we know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. they sold out, but they had they could have had five pairs of sneakers and, and just then, modeled them again, as six hundred sixty six. And that's where the focus is is on that number because again, I think there's a certain number that you get to that's mass production, which is where I think they're getting. Yeah, where you can get to get caught on a technicality. Yeah. Okay. Wayne got his pair. He got his pair in the back. Well, also, no, back to that, back to that subject that Shiz brought up, bro. Just the backlash he's also getting. I think there's backlash because he's because he's gay and and uh, coupled with the Christianity stuff. A hundred percent, absolutely. The way people talk about this music video is just like that's a clear indication, right? Like you've got governors of states commenting on his music video, and one thing I like about him is like he'll clap back, he'll say something, like he'll tweet back at people. Like he'll let people know, like I don't and make he's music. He's clever for... with it, unlike another NBA player who's super sensitive. Oh wow, Ooh, I see what you damn, did there. Damn, okay, damn. I see what you did there. That's a great segue, but we're <laughs> not ready for that great yet. Segue. We're not ready for that yet. There. But but, but yeah, I mean, it's be... pretty much like a Cardi B or Meg Thee Stallion, like a Nicki Minaj type video, bro. Mm. Like yeah. that's it, what it is. It, we wouldn't have an issue with that. It's just yeah. It if it was one of them, we wouldn't have an issue with it. We wouldn't be talking yeah. about this. It's, it's because he's gay. That's a main reason why he's a gay black country singer. I think you know, I think there's a lot. Successful. There's a lot of. I think there's a lot of nuance to it. He's a dark skinned black yep. gay man who yep. wanted to cross over to mainstream country, who they didn't let. Yeah, until he, he had, had go, Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah, on he the had track. to go grab Billy Ray Cyrus and go shoot a Western music video. Right. Yeah. To be acknowledged as country. So mm-hmm. they've been. I feel like there's people who've been trying to get him out of here for, like I said, who've been trying to get him out of here for a minute. Yep. Yeah. Uh, because he he threatens the status quo. He threatens whatever fragile masculinity um, complexes those dudes have. Mm. So, but hey, if he's 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 making bread, you know, love to see a black man get paid. So, get your money up, not your funny up. But yeah, stuff like stuff like uh, I know people like Joyner Lucas was saying, "Hey, our kids listen to your song or whatever." But again, um, I like I thought that shit was corny. Yeah, a good response was like, "You got to monitor what your kids listen to." Right, that song I'm talking about, "Lean and Adultery." Right, you know, it's kind of like um, when the weekend came out after he won that Kids Choice Award and was like, cocaine? "Why, why the fuck did I win?" I, I was talking about fucking being having cocaine and being high off my like just crazy shit <laughs> it's the same thing with um the weekend at the super bowl though. yeah like right right you know about being high i can't off feel my face with yeah, yeah. yeah. that's the, the most watched television event like every year yeah <laughs> and people are just cool with that or even megan cardi uh on cbs mm. twerking on each other yeah right and it's just like people are okay with a certain thing but as soon as it's not how you want it to be they're gonna yeah. call you out for it and go crazy. So, like, if you're mm. a woman and you, if you're a woman and you talk about sex or whatever, hey, that's not okay. My kids listen to that. If you're talking about being gay or being lesbian, whatever, no, nah, it's not okay. But if you are a guy and you talk about drugs, money, cars, girls, whatever, it's cool. That's fine. We're we're used to that. Right. Like it, that's that's just what it is, and it's crazy because it's just becoming more and more obvious at this point that there's just this clear bias towards who you yeah. are and what you're allowed to talk about in your, in your art, you know? Right. Yeah. And I thought that whole joint of Lucas thing was a little corny too. Cause it's just like, who gave you the right to speak for the masses, bro? Jordan Lucas like, is just corny. <laughs> he, he's corny to me all around. He lost to Tory Lanez. He got bodied by Tory Lanez, bro. Yeah. In that, in that rap beef. And he's supposed to represent Massachusetts. Come on, join him. 
Mm-hmm. Y'all think he represents? Being from Worcester, uh, doesn't Worcester, 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 Worcester's not even a part of Mass, playing, bro. <laughs> what other big, what other big rappers are from Mass? We are having this conversation all the time. Mouthy, bro. Mouthy. <laughs> <laughs> I read that game. Yo, yo we got Mouthy, bro. And my yo, Mouthy's made it to our Mouthy's made it to our episode like three straight episodes. Now, yo, yo, for yo. real, crazy. Real talk. He better listen to us now. Bro, can we go check his streams? Can we check his stream numbers? Who was the other dude? Sammy Adams. Yeah, we're Sammy not talking Adams. about <laughs> <laughs> Sammy Adams. Uh, Boston, baby. <laughs> but, nah, yeah. man, so uh, Lil Nas X. Yeah, man. Go check it yeah. out, bro. That song is dope, too. It's a dope song. Yeah, and uh, shout out to the producers, too. They take a day trip. Uh, one of the dudes is from uh, Vermont, and I went to school with him. But Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's, but, uh, that's why you got the. That's why you got the kicks. That's yeah, that's why, why you got I got the, the connection, bro. Nah, the but they do the back, bro. Him and you his know. boy. Him and his boy. Nike's coming trip. for Reem, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they might be. They, they might be. But yeah, go check out the song. It's dope. So uh, over the last couple of days, we've had uh, some interesting uh, topics uh, with the uh, NBA players and uh, social media. Um, I'll start off with um, the first uh, first incident that happened, where we had um, uh, NBA superstar Kevin Durant and uh, Michael Rappaport going back and forth on Instagram, and it led to Kevin Durant um, attacking Michael Rappaport and Michael Rappaport posting these uh, direct messages that were meant for Michael Rappaport only um, on his own social media account. So I just want to ask you guys your opinions on uh, this whole um, confrontation between these two people and uh, what you guys thought about it. Man, they both look nuts to me, first and foremost. <laughs> it's, it's all bad around. Everybody took L's in this situation. Michael Rappaport took an L for getting talked to like that. In his <laughs> yeah. camp and then posting it. Like, yeah, that was some sucker shit. Nope. I ain't going to lie. No Post bullshit. That? Kevin Durant argues like somebody on Xbox Live. For real. <laughs> Yo, I was like, Yo, he called this man argument. a cum guzzler. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Who does that? And I see a lot of people online being like, yeah, KD, yeah, KD. I'm like, no, that's not cool. Like, really? You really sat there and typed all that? Is he really that emotional? That's that's what I got. Yeah, that's what I'm like, saying. Yo, this dude it's, is, is tapped. But, but also from Michael Rappaport's standpoint, you're supposed to be the shit talking, slick talking New Yorker. You're supposed to be the guy who who's able to. You're supposed to be the comedian who's able to have those quick comebacks and quips. But you know what's crazy, D? I and think so, he. Yeah, but for him to just sit there in the DMs and just yeah. sit there and get a verbally abused. Yeah. Like it's like, bro, don't post this to the public and try to get help. Like, but I think that's what it was. I think he took it personal once he started to talk about his wife. He right. didn't even say the wife part wasn't. Was, the it wife, was like, yeah, the wife part wasn't that bad. It, it was like it wasn't that action. bad, but I think he took that shit personal. I think I'm not. I'm not agreeing with what he did. I don't think you bring that. No, to, but but I'm saying because he highlighted Michael Rappaport highlighted it like he was talking about my wife. Like yeah. you made it sound like Kevin Durant was like, "Yo, I bet your wife over a barrel and took yeah. her." What did What did P did he say? <laughs> straight straight bitch assness. Yeah, on both both <laughs> on parties, both ends, man. It's like these are grown. <laughs> these are grown men. Yo, no yeah. bullshit. You think Kevin Durant can fight? He keep inviting people to back alleys and shit like that. 17th. 
<laughs> like, yeah, bro, he was giving out where yeah, he was. He, was. Be he said, yo, he meet me on seven in, in West or something shit like that. I'm like, bro, what? Yeah, like, I was like, bro, you're really really trying, like, you're not going to fight that anybody. Only, if he just said that only and left yeah. out all the other uh, explicit yeah. stuff, I yeah. would get a lot more respect from Kevin. Yeah. But. And then did you see he he apologized in his media statement after he said after uh, he got after dude got fined I think we got fined he got fined after he got fined fifty thousand for it but yeah, yeah Michael Rappaport definitely got a phone call from somewhere somebody from a DC phone number from a DC area <laughs> code then Michael Rappaport had to apologize no no nah. you, know, you don't think Kevin, people Kevin Durant got shooting out here bro I Kevin's mean, people Kevin... called though. Kevin's people ain't call nobody. They're bro. not call- nah, they for 50, definitely one, called for 50,000. But one, Kevin's people should be like, Kevin, what the fuck are you doing talking like that in the DMs, bro? Like, yeah, like that shit's call, not like, out there for anybody, like, bro. Like, nah, I feel like, like, like Kevin, Kevin Durant. Kevin, like, Kevin Durant. I'm not gotta, talking about Kevin's PR people. I'm talking about Kevin's people, people. His boys. He ain't nah, got no yeah. peoples, bro. Yeah, he I mean, does. No, he doesn't, bro. He does. I, he's I a, think he got dudes. He, I think he, he was strictly a hooper. No, no, bro. He went to seventeen different who, high schools, bro. He, he ain't got no dudes, people. No matter that what, it's Kevin Durant. I'm not saying people, he's uh. He got people Sean that Jackson. ride out for him, bro. I'm not saying he's Deshaun Jackson or Marshawn Lynch, but I think he definitely has. He got some crash dummies, bro. If it was like Marcus Peters, I'm like, okay, like that's somebody <laughs> I wouldn't talk to like that because he actually will do something. But Did you see what he said, Kevin? His apology. What he said? Yeah. Said, I'm sorry that people seeing that language I use. That's not really what I want people to see and hear from me. But hopefully, I can move past it and get back out there on the floor. That's not an apology. It's so funny. That's a, last week, I'm yeah, sorry I got caught. Fuck. Right? Yeah. Last week, we were just, I just said that he has to lean into this character, and now he's like leaned way too far in. Like it's like I didn't. I was like he, he needs to go all the way. I was, like, he, I was like he needs to lean all the way into this character. He needs to become that. And now it's just like whoa, 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 whoa. But at the same time, he has gained a lot of public uh, sympathy because of this. Yeah, which I, I don't think he should. I mean, no, like, yeah, should. I've I've seen it. Like people not. are people are feeling bad for him because his DMs got leaked. Like, don't say wild stuff where don't your DMs get leaked DMs. and you be embarrassed or, or like, feel bad like about it. And the you thing about it, like, up. he has his number too. Like Michael Rapport and Kevin Durant have each other's number. Like, if you really wanted like to talk yeah, your you shit, can, you can get Kevin Durant could have picked up the phone and called Michael Rapport. Mm. You think you called up Kyrie? Had Kyrie come over and Sage's Sage's house, get all the demons out. If he gets a hold of Kyrie, Kyrie looked like he Kyrie looked like he could you'll text him somebody like sorry, I was asleep. And he'll reply like three days later, like sorry, think, I was asleep. You think he was on the couch was with James and James sorry, was egging him on, like, yeah, send him now. He's a cum guzzler. Yeah. His voice James was like, definitely at the crib, bro. Like got yeah. him on that one. James right. was definitely amping this man up. Yeah. Nah, he must have been hanging out with like I mean, Joe Harris or some, some shit. Even clever, that's the thing. They yeah, no. Nah. On both sides, they weren't clever. Like KD. you said, Mook, it's like a kid talking in the Xbox chat room. Yo, if I'm KD, I'm like, yo, somebody hacked my shit. The <laughs> right. way he was talking, I'm like, yo, somebody definitely hacked my shit. <laughs> he might as well have said it, but yeah, it wasn't me. It's yeah. my PR person. <laughs> well, again, getting back to Michael Rappaport, what did he think was gonna happen by leaking the DMs? He didn't think the NBA wasn't gonna find him. Yeah, he think yeah, like that was the dumbest thing. Like, I, I mean, hurts. yeah, he was like, oh, I feel bad. Like, I'm sorry that KD got fined. You did that for like, that reason. That's why you leaked them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Why, why else would you leak them? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was corny. So everybody right. looks stupid all around, and Michael Rappaport's going through his thing with Barstool too, and so Michael Rappaport looks real soft right now. Yeah, it's not a good look right now. But KD, KD kind of loses points just because, like, it's just 
Well, isn't he a diehard Knicks fan? No, this solidifies he'll never be LeBron or Jordan. They're, they're he'll never be better than Ke- Larry Bird. Be better than Curry. Mm. Yes. 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 Ooh. He's not all time. He's not all time. He's not all time. Bro, if if that was the case, he would have asked Curry to come to to Oklahoma City. Curry's like, yo, you can come he, over here. How's get- he gonna come there with Russ? They would have figured it out. Exactly. He had to go there. There was no other choice. But I don't know. That's Curry is all time. Curry is all time better than I don't know. Kevin's impacting the game, the way the game's played now, bro. You realize, like, you really exactly yo, you have kids in like middle school taking half court shots because of Steph Curry. Well, turning yeah, around but, but, during jump shots, but then we get into the Steph semantics Curry. of like, is the goat impacting the game more? Is it what you did? Is it like mm. just your accomplishments? Like, all of that, go to stay caught a 30 piece, though. He's better though, right? Better than KD. Steph Curry has two regular season MVPs to Kevin Durant's one. <laughs> Let him know, Mook. Bring out the statistics. Steph Curry's yeah. the second best point guard of all time. Whoa! Second best? Damn. Second okay. best. Behind Magic Johnson only. Damn, we're going to have to have some conversations about that. Mm. It's, it's about that time, mm. I guess. And well, everybody well, in this chat knows how much I dislike Steph Curry, but he is the second uh, best point guard of all time. Damn. Okay, okay. But but yeah, that's, like, but, that's but, for another but, day. What I'm talking about, Kareem, though, is just on in terms of being loved and in terms mm. of being respected or revered Kevin Durant's not going to get to that point though yeah no he's He's not it's unfortunate but you're right like I think there's too much like I especially if you compare him to Braun right Braun's had almost zero knocks on his relations if LeBron was in someone's DMs calling him a cum guzzler yeah like come on now it's it's not even the same (laughs) stratosphere bro like yeah so from that perspective, yeah, from that perspective, it's like they're not they're not the same. They don't not, and they don't even talk about this on like so in July, bro, bro. They don't even talk about like Kevin Kevin Durant this whole ordeal on like on like you know sports shows. They right. talk about LeBron's son, Bronny's <laughs> <No. laughs> recovery from his MCL. Yeah, right, he got a whole ESPN <laughs> segment, bro. They got like Kevin a top like, class document. <laughs> Go check this out on uh, Amazon Prime. Oh, <laughs> exactly. They don't talk about Kevin. Like that's what's like that's the difference right there. Like we're not yeah. talking about you know they don't talk about Kevin Durant for like everything he does off the floor. Except yo yo. Like so this. speaking of speaking of sports shows, we got a sports <laughs> analyst who's on uh who got kind of wild what a, on what IG a segue Live the other night. Yeah. Paul Pierce. <sighs> the truth. The truth, baby. <laughs> Paul Pierce has jumped into my top five small forwards of all time on Instagram. Man, Bro, it looked like, think about the it, it looked uh, like a blue face music video, not a Paul Pierce Instagram live. What Bro, do you guys think he, about this? Did he look stressed, bro? He was like, no, he looked drunk. No, he, he looked high. He, looked, he, no. high. he hadn't slept in three days. <laughs> His high. eyes were bloodshot red. That's bro. called the ganja. <laughs> Smoking on that headband. I call that shit that Paul Pierce. That shit might have been Man. dipped in PCP. <laughs> Is Paul Pierce finished? That's probably how that happened, bro. Paul Is Pierce he finished? Was, he's a nasty, horny old man, bro. I swear he was married with kids, bro. I swear to God he was. I, I was, thought he was a family man. but that that That's what I thought, too. I don't know. What y'all think, man? What y'all think about this? Does I just he come back he, from this? I don't think he cares. Oh, he, he's, he's not big. In, again, he's not in that stratosphere like a Jalen Rose or a even I think Jay Williams has surpassed Paul Pierce in analyst 
Oh, he's he's already passed some. Yeah. Paul Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's just an analyst. Paul Pierce is like Paul Pierce is in low tier, bottom, bro. Low tier. <laughs> so, so that's Paul Pierce should be doing was, Celtics games. At this, this, point, this bro. If, if there was any <laughs> Tommy Heinsohn moment, player, if there's any player who I think would do this, is Paul Pierce. So, like, it's pretty on brand for him to do it something. Is. Paul Pierce also said he's better than Dwayne Wade all the time because he's delusional. So we already know. <laughs> Facts. And then Rachel Nichols was out here flaming him on. But it was Michelle, Be- Michelle Beadle was reading Michelle off his stats. <laughs> Michelle like, Beadle was like, oh, "God, <laughs> what do you say? You got, got 14, you uh, 14 All Stars to your six, four rings to your zero. <laughs> and someone's like zero. Ooh, zero? Is that less than four? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Then he was saying, he said, I'm a better shooter than Clay Thompson. I was like, yo, he's going everywhere with this. And he's yeah. said on multiple occasions, like, yo, no bullshit. Like, if I was a little younger, you know, LeBron might have these championships. Yeah, he, he's been wilding for most of his career, bro. It's just, yeah. did he have a birthday or something? Was, was his birthday last night or what was going on? What was the special occasion? Someone explain what was happening in the scene. Can someone set the scene for us, please? Okay, so basically, Paul Pierce goes on his live. So, first of all, I didn't even know Paul Pierce had an Instagram until he looked like a grandfather operating this thing. Yeah, he, he looks like one of those nasty old people like, on a porch that be watching people walk by. Nah, nah, he's the uncle who comes to the barbecue and say, "Hey, you look, you look good this year." Yeah, like, like you all grown up. You turn eighteen yet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you turn eighteen? Yeah. <laughs> that was him. He's like, you know, I'm not really related to you, right? <laughs> that was Paul Pierce. So anyway, Paul Pierce on his Instagram live decides that you know it looks like it was like a poker game or something like that that had strippers there. Cause they were like, like throwing like crib. poker chips too. Yep. But I'm saying like it looked like it was a poker game. They were throwing like chips and stuff. So he's like, also like, first of all, like he was trying to show some girl that was twerking on the ground, but he didn't know that he probably has to move out of the way of the camera because he was just like blocking it with his head. So I couldn't really see anything until he finally realized that you know you have to kind of move it back there so you can see it. And she was just you know dead fishing on the ground. I was like, it wasn't. She wasn't really doing anything to be honest. No, I wasn't you. impressed. Yeah, it was. It was a, I was like, you for, know. For, for Paul Pierce. Wait, who are we critiquing right now? Right. I'm critiquing. I'm critiquing the professional worker. I just yeah, thought that yeah. she, uh, you know, there's like another level. It. There's another level that she could have gotten to. D, you know what it looked like? It looked like you they saw got the, the potential. Tier, D. Looked yeah. like they got the low tier of Sham Sham. Uh, what was it? Sham, Sham Rock Entertainment. Yeah, they look like Celtic Shearers. <laughs> don't don't Paul disrespect Pierce. him, bro. <laughs> he said Paul's got the Celtics cheerleaders on speed He got the retirees, he's getting, bro. He's getting the massage too, bro. And I swear to you, the dude getting the massage at the strip club is the nastiest man there, bro. Absolutely. So when you look over and you see that dude <laughs> in the back with the, the bottle the of back, lotion, but they like, got the bottle of lotion and she's just working dude's shoulders, you know, <laughs> like yo, you don't damn well. She don't know how to massage you, bro. <laughs> she just putting her hands on you and rubbing in a circle. That shit was like, nasty, what are you actually paying bro. for, dog? Like, why are you paying yeah. to get a like? Come on, dog. Yeah, so <laughs> that's the creepiest and- dude in there, bro. And then after all that goes on, right? Paul Pierce decides. Wait, but wait, wait, hold on, hold on. But wait, there's more. Yeah, there is more. So then Paul Pierce decides it's time to spark something on live. I'm like, oh man, this man does not want to work for ESPN. He put his two weeks in today. Disney company again, a family-owned Disney company. But to be honest, family-oriented. 
to be honest, I think he might actually already be off of ESPN because I've been watching ESPN like during my break at work. We have cable television. So uh, what's it called? The jump on ESPN yeah. is always on about like two, three o'clock. So when I'm sitting there eating lunch, I haven't seen him on there in a few weeks. So I think, RJ took I think his he's spot, just bro. going through it, bro. Like he's just spiraling out yeah, of control. He's now. spiraling out of control. He already lost his job. You know, you better hit up. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, bro. Bro. you better you better hit up Fox. And see he said he already lost. He said Fox, bro. Yeah, actually, no, nah, no. Nah. He's like an assistant coach at the, the local FS1 community checkers. college now. Yeah, yeah we're gonna see him you on Bleacher Report. You better hit up Colin Coward see if he needs an assistant. <laughs> we gonna see him on overtime now. Oh, we been overtime, Larry. <laughs> Gilbert don't need you. No, he doesn't. Bro, and he's got a wife and three kids. Damn, I stuff. told you he has a wife. Could you ima- okay, could you yeah. imagine seeing your pops on Instagram live? Is it worse seeing your pops on? Is it worse seeing your pops with a New Balance hoodie in the strip club? <laughs> That's how I look at it. I'd I much rather a little New Balance hoodie in the strip club. He's just trying to be incognito. Why was chilling, bro? <laughs> he's wearing a New Balance sweatshirt. What do you mean he's trying to be incognito? <laughs> First on? of all, I don't even know New Balance made hoodies. Bro. I thought they just made windbreakers. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's slow for Paul, man. They were saying uh, he was trying to send that to his close friends. I don't even know that he knows how that works, bro. So I don't believe that shit. Yeah, like, he, he, he was he was trying to flex on. Yo, his, and then and then he was reading he was reading uh, the comments out loud. Yeah, right. Yeah, Monica, 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 Monica if you in the city, pull up. There's a lot of money to be made tonight. He Monica, was that was hold on was the way he said that. It was that was very creepy. And then a lot of money and then, to be made tonight, Monica. And then also. At 11 o'clock last night, I'm on my Twitter feed, and Paul Pierce tweets out, good morning. <laughs> last night at 11 o'clock. <laughs> oh, he was on it, oh, bro. He was, he was on it. Well, LA time, what's that put him at? Seven. Three hours behind that. It's like seven, eight. <laughs> so that doesn't help like... anything. <laughs> yeah, it was eight o'clock at night, he was saying, This was after morning. I watched the Gonzaga game. <laughs> I go on Twitter just to see the reaction to it. And I see Paul Pierce. Good morning, everybody. Yeah, it's crazy. Man, Speaking man. of that Gonzaga game, man, what y'all think about that uh that game winner? That was Jalen Suggs. One of the best game winners I've seen in college basketball. That was what Gordon Why Hayward should have like that Because <laughs> that was that was the shot Gordon Hayward should have be should have hit uh, against Duke. Damn. Oh, I see what you did there. Bringing it back. <laughs> Bringing it back. Painful memories. Yeah, that was a, it was a good game, though. I mean, shot game. that with confidence, bro. Like, with that being said, Baylor by eight on Monday. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I'm su- honestly, I'm surprised that UCLA hung in there. Yeah, I thought you said that. I thought they were going to get washed. Houston got washed. That was a boring game. <laughs> I knew they, I was like, I knew Houston didn't have a chance because, like, yo, if they can't score, they, yeah. I mean, if they can't, like, get stops, they legitimately can't be in the game because they can't score. They just have, like, bro, like, no bullshit. Like, how they play is, like, we're just going to put up a bunch of shots, but our main goal is to see if we can get offensive rebounds and get layups because we can't shoot. Like, no bullshit. Like, the, the three-point line shouldn't exist for them because they're they're not going to use it anyway. Yeah. That's the strategy. Just put that shit up on the glass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, March Madness has been dope for, uh, for both sides, honestly. So... Absolutely. The women's have had some really good games, and the men's games lately have been really good. Yeah, the chip tonight. So we got uh, 
Arizona and Stanford tonight. I like Arizona, man. I like Arizona too. I like even though Arizona. they knocked up. Even though they knocked out my girl Paige, but you know it's it's all right. We'll be back. Paige got trip. exposed last night. She didn't know what to do, bro. Did she get exposed? She did get exposed. I think I think Arizona. I think Arizona capitalized on a lot of UConn's weaknesses. I think they really watched film because they were in the help lane. They were in. I mean, hands were in the passing lane, and then they frustrated her. What's what's uh what's that point guard's name? McDonald. Oh yeah, she's tough. She was, she was abusing them, bro. She was the spark Harry. because there were times where I'm like, why would you drop back into a zone, UConn, and she's shooting out of it, like pulling up from like low key some Steph Curry range. Like even when UConn would score, she was like, all right, I'm just gonna break right through this defense and score late. Yep. <clears throat> like right through it. Like I'm just gonna go right through everybody. Finish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, shout out to shout out to Arizona. So it's also yeah. their first national championship. So you know. And, and they have a, a black, black coach, head coach. Yeah, black. yeah, it's dope. Black head it's coach. Dope. She be talking her shit too. I fuck with her heavy. Yeah, she like I remember she one time. Like she I remember one time, one time during like the game, whatever, like that. Um, there was like a jump ball call, but Arizona got a timeout. So like you could like read her lips when they're walking to the sideline because obviously you can't hear it because she doesn't have a mic on. She's like, nah. She was like, we called it time. Fuck out of here, and she walked out. <laughs> fuck I, out I was like, all right, I fuck with her. I fuck with her. She's like, fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, let's go. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Uh, D, you want to wrap us up? That's up, baby. You, that's that's you, man. That's up, Mook. Okay. Can you give a brief explanation for what dots up is actually? Okay, so you know what? You know, this should be paid paid content, but I'll give you a little sneak peek. (laughs) All right. So what happened with the dots up situation was, you know, I was trying to figure out something clever to say on the uh the uh podcast to you know end it to explain the the difference between yeah, the outro to explain the difference between our Instagram and our um our Twitter. So because our Instagram is um, underscore and our Twitter is wait, is it opposite? Instagram, Instagram is, is dots. See, this is yeah, what fucked you up last time. Yeah, this, <laughs> this, is, this exactly. is a prime example Twitter for the people underscore. listening right now. Close so I was trying out, to Luke. think of something clever. So, um, but like I said, um, I don't know how many uh, followers were up at this point, but you know, we're getting close to that 100 follower giveaway. Um, I think for when we get up to like, you know, 80, 90, I'll really post something on, you know, the Instagram and Twitter to really, you know, ramp it up and show them some uh, the product that we'll be giving to them. So, but like I said, you can follow us on Twitter, um, off the rip um, dot podcast. And you no! can. <laughs> That's it. I meant to say. I meant to say. I was thinking Instagram this whole time, and for some reason, I saw Twitter. Yeah. I was thinking of. I was thinking of Instagram the whole time, but I saw Twitter for some reason in my brain. So anyway, so like I said, off the rip, um, underscore podcast, and then off the rip dots up, uh, uh, podcast. That's right. That's off the rip, baby. Dots up. That's up. That's up. That's, that's up, that's up, boys. I'm that's told up. you, I'm gonna put that on our next off the rip t shirts too. That's Absolutely. up. Absolutely. Start actually, you know what? Shit. Just 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 that on the t shirt, like make like some like a plain white t shirt and just say dots up on the front, <laughs> like in small text, too. Yeah, and for, for our listeners, we're at 70 followers right now, so we're almost there, man. Dots up, baby. 
we'll butcher the shit out of that, but we love him though. <laughs> <laughs> this has been another episode of Off the Rip. The worst thing to do is forget about where you came from. How the fuck I ended up.